Welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of Thrive Circles. I'm your co-host, Chris Angel, here with our host, Tara Weir. Hi, Tara. Hi, Chris. Good to see you. Uh, I was so excited. How many weeks? Are you six weeks in, five weeks into Thrive Circles? Yes. Community? Yeah. That's either five um, or six. I always love that. Um, one, I love that people find value in connecting with others who are on a similar path. Um, and I think, you know, women in leadership is a really important conversation, not only in this day and age, but also just in general, just as humans. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Yeah. So that people are um, still showing up for Thrive Circles and finding value in that is um, beautiful. I love that. Me too. Me too. Very yeah. cool. How did you, I know that that for you, I'm kind of moving our conversation towards passion and purpose today. I know that this Thrive Circles has been a, a passion uh, for you and your mind, your heart for a while and a sense of purpose. I mean, what, how, I don't know, where would you want to go in that conversation about passion and purpose? Yeah. What are you present to about it? Well, yeah, well, what's, what's, what I'm present to and what's alive for me in it, in me about it is how much connection is a part of my passion and how important connection is for all the participants in the group. Mm. Um, so it just reiterated to me how much we need and long for connection with people that are on a similar path um, and the yeah. community that we're building. And so we, you know, we talked today about what are we deeply passionate about? What ignites that deep passion in us? And um, it was so, it just, connection was the thread, you know, connection was the connection <laughs> between us. Huh. Um, yeah. Yeah. Were they, they were talking about connection as something they're passionate about? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, that, yeah, everybody had um, connection and uh, connecting to ourselves and connecting with others um, in a way and, and, and connecting with ourselves so that we can better connect with others. And so it yeah. was just, it was oh, really right. cool how there was a theme. Yeah. Right. If you looked at, um, we went out and looked at the world for a minute, the world of business or the world of leadership, and you looked at um, maybe the madness of it, like what's broken, what's not, where are people not experiencing connection? Or are they experiencing connection? Yeah. Well, I think, I think that, well, here's my, my philosophy, which is the higher our emotional intelligence, the better we are at connecting with ourselves and connecting with other people. So mm -hmm. I think that there's a range out there of business professionals, women and men that are on, on a continuum of from, you know, very connected to very disconnected. Um, but what, but what I believe and what we talked about today in the group was that, that we all long for this, that regardless, we all are longing for connection. So um, some of us are better at it. Some of us are worse at it. Some of us are wanting it, but don't know how to get it. Um, some of us don't even realize that it's what we're wanting. And, you know, I've been thinking about, I was thinking about the pandemic again, like the heart of the pandemic. 
and I, I just remember hearing a theme that how disconnected and isolated everybody was feeling from not seeing each other and getting used to this digital world and um, digital connection. And I just, I remember thinking, see, yes, that, that, that this is one of the gifts. This is one of the silver linings out of this terrible trauma, this terrible um, experience that we're having as a world is that we need each other. And, and, and I think that in the workplace, it's, I think it's I think it's particularly hard to connect with ourselves and with each other effectively in the workplace because of our stress levels, because of our um, expectations we may have of ourselves or expectations we may have of other people, um, and and where we're looking, like where are we looking for, um, you know, if there's a rub where are we looking? Are we pointing and blaming? Are we, you know, are we, yeah. And, and, and how much are we really looking at within ourselves and what part am I in this and how can I take responsibility? Um, and then that, then that empowerment that comes from that. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I kind of feel like there's a, um, just a lack of conversation in the workplace about connection unless unless the conversation is having connection to have better, better performance or having connection to have better KPIs or year over year returns. Like there's a, there's a way in which we're willing to talk about connection, but it's often not passion and purpose. It's not right. connecting over what are you passionate about or what, where do you find the most meaning in your life? It's connecting over something that make that moves the organization forward. And it's not, that's not wrong, but but I think it misses a lot of the juice that you get from real connection with human beings who are passion and purpose. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I totally agree. And I think that, I think that we are lacking that. And I, I think a lot of people have a hard time putting words to that. Um, but I think that's very true. How would you see um, that, that kind of connection, the, the kind of connection that happens over purpose and passion happening in the workplace? I think it needs to be an intentional process because I think we as a society are very driven and task oriented. Mm -hmm. Go, 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 get her done, you know, um, more, 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 higher, higher, higher. So um, I think that, that it's important for leaders to see the value in talking about our passions and our purpose. And I think that probably people would be, people would be moved into different places that fit them better. Like here's an example. One of the organizations that I work with, um, this, one of the speakers that comes to this event regularly that I, that I put on, he has shared that when he started in his job, the first job that he had in this organization, um, he was doing one role, but then he saw a problem. He saw a problem that needed to be solved. And he went and expressed like, Hey, I have some ideas around that. I think I have some, you know, some insight on this problem. And, and it like, 
And they valued that. They welcomed that. They wanted his input. They wanted his perspective. And then he was able to shift and his job changed. Like they moved him into a whole different role because he had the thinking around it. Um, and it was a passion of his that wasn't a part of what he was doing in the current job. Right. It wasn't right. even a part of the interview. Like they didn't even know that that was part of him. But when it tapped in him and when his passion was sparked, he was like, you know, I, and he felt safe enough in this organization to say, Hey, I, I, you know, I see something here. And so now his role is that when he comes to this event for new employees, he always says every time to every new employee group, speak up, share your opinion, share your ideas, name problems, name solutions. Like we want to hear it. We value what you have to bring and what you have to offer. Um, and so that to me is really intentional um, honoring of somebody's yeah. passion. When I know you do coaching one-on-one and with teams, what are some of the places if people are used to looking at passions and purpose, it's, it can be a little nebulous or a little hard to, to ground, you know, what is my purpose? I don't, you know, it's, what are some of the, the uh, tools or, or exercises that help people find their passion and purpose? Well, um, from great, from good to great, you know, that book, I think Jim Collins yeah. is the author. It's, it's yeah. a, it's a great one um, from good to great. And he has a process in there of asking three questions. And one of the first one is up, uh, well, the first one is, what would I be the best in the world at? What would I be the best in the world at doing? Me. Um, and it's more, and the way he describes it is that it's beyond core com- competencies. It's like, mm. no, really, like the best. And then he asks about the economic side of things when he's talking about businesses. Um, and then the third piece is the passion. So, um his process is really, I think, really powerful. And it's organization focused, but it can absolutely be focused on a person and their passion and their purpose. Um, So that's one. And then I know a million, you know, million versions out there, but I really think that it's important to take the time to do a values sort, you know, that Hmm. have a long, full on, complete, well, comprehensive, maybe not complete, but comprehensive list of values. And do the process where, you know, you, what I, what I have my clients do is I have them go through the list and I have them just put a little, um, a little X by the ones that make them go, Hmm, like, hmm, that's important to me. And then I have them go through and put a check next to 10 of those. Cause usually they can't get it down to less than that at that point. And then from there we go from 10 to three. And then it's wow. like, okay, now let's circle the three. That, and it's really hard because people wow. are like, but I have all these values. And I'm like, mm. absolutely, we have all those values. And when we're really clear about our North Star values, like the values mm. that are really um, at the heart of our decision making, because we're in a lot of ways, we're making decisions from those values anyway, but bringing yeah. consciousness to them can help us be more intentional about it in the areas where we're not bringing those values, um, where we're yeah, not yeah. in alignment. Mm-hmm. Right. 
I think I like, first of all, I like North Star values. I think that's a, that's a good hook in my brain for the distinguishing of like all the values we hold. And then there's those that like, this is how I make decisions. And I don't think I spent a lot of time um, in 20 years in business thinking about my values. I think I thought about projects, initiatives, goals, targets, you know, performance. I don't know that I thought a lot about like values. They lived in the background maybe, but I think I could have been so much more conscious about decisions I was making based on values, not opportunities, you know? Yeah. 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 Important. It's unusual. It's not, I, I, I think that organizations that, um, that do bring that into the conversation, you know, mission, vision, values that, mm-hmm. that are really using those as their own North star, you know, those, those three yeah. pieces and then the, the North star values, which are within the values. So I, I think that it's, I don't think it's super common, but I know the companies that are doing that, they the, people stay, the morale is higher and people trust and feel safe in the organization and tend to, because, because, because we as human beings need that. We need to feel a meaning. We need to have meaning and purpose in what we're doing. Otherwise we don't have joy or we don't stick with it. So, okay, then let's, let's incorporate that into, into the, into business, into organizations, because it's what it's part of what we crave. It's part of mm-hmm. it's part of what makes us have value in life is is when there's meaning, yeah. when there's purpose behind it, and yeah. and and living from our passion and being a part of passion and purpose together. You know, watch out. Yeah, right. I know for me, in um, like about a year ago, I started to think, what are my to use your word, North Star values. And um, I think I got access to it in a way I just hadn't before. Um, Partnership, I had three, coincidentally. Um, Partnership was one of them. And which was so weird for me because I think I spent a lot of my time in business alone. But Mm. when I really thought about what feels the best to me, it feels best in business when I'm, in some kind of collaboration and partnership with people mm-hmm. when I'm not alone. And I thought that was interesting because I, if I had known it sooner, if I had acknowledged it and been brave enough to acknowledge it sooner, I think I was just afraid people would burn me, you know, so I, mm-hmm. I didn't trust people, but I'm best. Yeah. What, what can I be best in the world at? I'm best when I'm with other people. And mm-hmm. I just didn't make decisions around who could I partner with? Who's a safe person to partner with? Is this a project I would partner on? I, it wasn't even a part of my conversation. And if it had been, how much more passion and purpose I would have felt mm-hmm. in all those years of business. You know, I'm just, I guess I'm just trying to, I'm finding the truth in what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot of passion and purpose and values. Mm-hmm. But, wow. Yeah. yeah, really. That's, that's interesting. That's great reflection. Um, I think, I think that, Somewhere early on, for some reason, I was absolutely committed to living my passion in my business, mm-hmm. in my work, in my work, my career, my work life. Um, it was like, <laughs> I remember when I was younger and they were like, oh, let's, let's have you take aptitudes, you know, let's have you take these different tests or these assessments and evaluations, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> and things would come back and I'm like, yeah, maybe I could, you know, maybe I could do that or maybe. And then I realized like, and this is going to sound a little strange, but 
I, I realized I was like the one thing that I think I'm good at that I, that I really believe in myself in is loving people Mm. is like having an open heart and loving people. And, Mm. and so that really drove where I headed with my, with my work. And at first I thought I was going to be a counselor and I was like, Oh, I'm definitely going to like help in counseling families and marriages and individuals. And, and then that it, it evolved and it was like, no, actually I really like the organizational side of things and the systems. Mm -hmm. And, and then it was like, yeah, what what I really like is the the communication side of the organizations of the, Mm -hmm. the connection that people are having. And, um, you know, and so it was, it's, it's morphed, but it's always been about, um, loving ourselves better, loving each other better. Um, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, I hadn't really, and I remember, okay, I'm going to tell you a personal story. So hmm. one of my first long-term, well, my long-term relationship, I only had one long-term relationship before I met my husband. And that one long relationship was like a little less than a year. And it was a big deal for me because I had been so selective. I'm like, no, I don't want to, no, I don't want to go any longer, you know? So, um, my heart got broken though. And it was like, I put myself out there and I put everything into it because I was like, oh, this is different. This is, this could be a lifetime. This is a long term. This could be a lifetime. And I put everything into it. And then I got my heart broken and I, I was mm. deeply disappointed, deeply saddened and disappointed. Mm. And then I, I was like, man, this hurts. This is too painful. I don't, I don't know if I want to do this again. Like that, that really hurt. And I heard this voice that said, you are here to love. So keep mm-hmm. loving, keep, keep an open heart. You're here to love. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I, and then I have to add the little piece that my husband came along right then. And we've been married for 20 some years. Wow. Wow. Hmm. I love that. There's something about keeping the values present, you know, like um, the more it occurs to me, the more you can keep the value present, like whether it's a partnership or the value of love or whatever the, the value is, the more you could keep it, in front of you and, and investigate it, inquire about it, um, sit with it, explore it. The, the more, I, I just, I, I have the sense that we kind of think we know what our values are and then we move on, you know, I mean? versus like <laughs> really being with, well, how else could I really bring partnership into this work? How else could I, what, what else is there about partnership? I don't understand yet. And I, I love the I love coming from a question, you know, coming from the inquiry of it versus, oh yeah, I did the exercise, I got the value. Now let's go back to you know, let's go back to KPIs. <laughs> you know, <laughs> again, nothing wrong with KPIs, but if you could bring our values to our KPIs, how much more passion will we have and sense of purpose around KPIs would we have if our values were connected to it? You know. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. 
and, and the passion and the heart in it, you know, and it's like, how often do you hear people talking about passion and heart and purpose? You know, not very often, but I think having, bringing that all together in an organization and around the mission and vision, yeah. really powerful. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Especially in a, in a, in a day and age of quiet quitting yes. or people feeling disengaged from work or if it's remote work um, and it's even harder because they're not getting the, the in-person connection. Um, right. Finding ways to connect people to their values, uh, their passion, their purpose. Yeah. It feels really, really important. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. If people wanted to learn more about, um, I suppose that this, on one hand, if people want to learn about the work you do with organizations, um, Mm -hmm. hiring you as a coach, a speaker, a consultant, how do people connect with you that way? And then we can also talk about how do they connect with Thrive Circles. Yeah. Um, Well, the first one, they can connect with me through my website, which is Mm powerfulconnectionsnow.com. And there's a contact form in there that I can and, and and there's a link to my calendar too at the bottom so that we can get connected. I offer yeah. a free consultation just to get nice. to know people and to see if we're a fit for um, for what they need and what I have to offer. Um, yeah. And then for the Thrive, they can do um, thrivecircles.org. And that is for women in leadership and women who have retired and that are looking for their next new passion um, that's also been cool. a, a, a theme of the folks that have been participating. Um, they can go to thrivecircles.org and um, and check out the video so they can kind of see what Thrive Circles are about and whether it's something interesting to them or up their alley. Love it. That's so good. Awesome. Well, it's fun to stay connected to the work that you're doing. I love uh, how you're connecting people with themselves and their passion, their purpose, and it's fun to be a part of it. So thanks for including me. Mm, Thank you, Chris. See you next time. Okay.